everybody. You're listening to What's Your Number? The podcast where we ask ourselves and others that age-old question, what's your number? In the hopes that telling these stories from our sexual past might help us get a little closer to understanding why we are the way we are. I'm Olivia, recording from Barcelona. And I'm Mariah, recording from New York City. to another episode of What's Your Number? (laughs) Why did I do that? I don't know. Um, Yeah, so (laughs) especially considering today we will be talking about getting stood up. Um, It's my number 24 story. Mm -hmm. Um, So a little bit of a spoiler alert there. But before we get into the episode, um, so just a little bit of housekeeping. Um, We want to just keep you guys abreast of our plans and all the things that we have been talking about. Um, We've been having a lot of conversations lately about, um, you know, just how we can continue making some tweaks to just make the podcast better. And um, chatty people and we have been talking a lot. You can only imagine. (laughs) Yeah, you can only imagine how much we talk when we're not recording ourselves. And then in in that case, we can say anything we want, anything. Um, But yeah, so I mean, we've been doing this for like two years now. um, And, you know, we like I'm not in grad school anymore. And um, that was like a huge, I think, blocker for us, like being able to really have the mental capacity to make any changes or grow. But um, yeah, we've just been doing some self-examination lately and just there are some changes that we we will be making right away, which includes just adding a little bit more structure to the episodes and um, trying out some new types of content. Um, but what I wanted to put a plug in for was um, to actually get some feedback from you guys. Yeah. Yep. We've created like a really short survey on our website and we will link it here in the show notes and really can't underscore enough um, how how amazing it would be to have you guys respond to the survey and let us know like what you enjoy listening to, what you don't enjoy listening to, um, if you have any feedback for us, um, what what you want to see more of, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I think... um We just, we're really curious who's out there, who's listening, what you have to say, um, the things that you love and don't want to see go, the things that you'd like to see more of. Um, And the, I think the surveys, you know, it's short and it's pretty structured. So it's not like, you know, it it won't take long and it won't require (laughs) you to like (laughs) recreate the podcast for us or anything, but we just love to kind of know a bit more about you guys and, and, um, what's working and and what's not. It's under five minutes long. Um, I was going to think of some way to incentivize you guys to do it. But um, one incentive that I can think of that's pretty cool is that, you know, you what you guys tell us really does help us influence the type of content we make. So yeah, you it's in your hands. It really is up to you guys. 
Yeah, one hell of an incentive there. And also just <laughs> last plug <laughs> for the survey. No, but seriously, um, we're we're super malleable at this point. And one last plug for the surveys. I would just say, you know, Mariah does surveys for a living and um, it's one hell of a survey. <laughs> so yeah, also last comment here. If you love the show or you just also want to share your thoughts on it, in a more public forum, um, please subscribe on whatever platform you like and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. So that'll help other people find us as well. Thank you so much. Thank you. And thanks to those of you who've already done that. Um, so good yeah. to read your amazing reviews, your glowing reviews. Yeah, we really appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, awesome. Cool. Well, I feel like that's like our housekeeping um, for now. And uh, as I kind of mentioned earlier, Olivia, today we're going to be talking about getting set up. Has that ever happened to you? You know, um, it has happened in the sense that I've been canceled on at the very last minute. I've never, though, had that experience, which I kind of associate with being stood up in the classic sense of going to a place and you know, the other person just doesn't show. Although I would say that in this day and age, does that really happen anymore? I mean, I mean, you really have to be like a very shitty person to not even text someone 15 minutes before, which has happened to me. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You'd have to be a pretty shitty person indeed. Am I right? Mm. Oh, okay. Um, well. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's definitely, it's like pretty humiliating. Um, have you ever stood anyone up? Have I ever stood anyone up? Again, the last minute text for sure. And I've definitely hurt people's feelings, you know, by doing that or like had people just kind of be like, okay, nice. Um, but <laughs> no, I, I've never not, you know, reported to the afore agreed upon location without like telling someone first. No. Mm. How about yeah. you? No, I don't think so. I've definitely done my fair share of like shitty things for sure. Um, but yeah, like I usually do what I say I'm going to do. I mean, as far as, as far as really anything goes, honestly, like, yeah, I usually follow through on things or like at least send a text. Um, yeah, I mean, you're I here actually, today. You only slept four hours. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> and I mean, I can't even like imagine, I can't even remember a time when like I sent a text 15 minutes before we were supposed to hang out, like with someone that it was like a, a date. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's true. Like, I mean, I think what happens a lot of times, and this happens, this has happened to me a lot, um, dating, especially in the past few years, I can think of a few examples, just like you've agreed you're going to hang out, right? And then you go, well, you know, I'm doing this beforehand. And so I will let you know when I'm done with activity A and your activity B, bitch. <laughs> Okay, yeah. so that that like yeah. that's the situation that happens a lot, and then like you know later than even the agreed time frame, person will be like, activity A really wore me out. Activity A is going on forever. Um, yeah, sorry, activity A is so fun. Like, I, can we reschedule? And then you're like, cool. oh god, 
No, I just don't put up with that shit anymore. Yeah. I no. mean, slash if I would if I was like in the dating world, I'd be like next if that were the case. Oh yeah. I mean, totally. you know, I yeah, I just I it t- at, on a personal level, it just really bothers me. Yeah. It really bothers I like it when people are like no, I said to you that I was going to be ready at this time. So whatever I'm doing, no matter how fun and cool it is, I'm yeah. going to like follow through on that. Exactly. Like unless it's Biggie and Tupac, they're back from the dead. I always use this example. <laughs> <laughs> and they are giving a concert downtown in my city. Like that's there's no excuse. Yeah, that really that would actually excuse. that would be a good excuse. Just like a surprise concert, and you're like, okay, I have to, I have to be there. I can, I can kind of see that. But then it's like, just bring that person with you, you know? Yeah. No, I mean, it's just it's a it's a super annoying pattern of behavior. That's basically like, okay, you're again like your activity B. You're my second option. And if I feel like it in the moment, I'll hit you up. If I don't, you know, sucks to suck. Because in the yeah, meantime, like exactly. you're waiting to see if they're going to tell you. And and then so often people will be like, and this now I'm not even talking about people I've dated. I'm talking about just friends and people in general. People will be like, well, you could have gone and done whatever. And it's like, okay, but well, no, we said we were hanging I, out. <laughs> I don't no, know. No, you can't if like you're a person who like actually does what they say they're going to do. Yeah. Like I have a hard time if I say to someone that I'm going to do something. I mean, I'm not above canceling at all. Like I cancel a lot, but... Like I will give people like notice or I don't know. Like I actually, okay. I only cancel if I feel really bad or like if I, sorry, if I only cancel if like it has to happen essentially. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, exactly. Canceling happens. Or if and someone I think doesn't I've care. gotten to the point where I'm like, okay, if I'm going to go and be like a piece of shit, like if I'm going to go yeah. and just be super tired and same goes for my friends, like don't come if you are just going to, yeah. you know, not be fun. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's tough. I mean, you know, life, life with a cell phone has led us to this point where plans are very, are very flexible and, you know, you and I, like we live in like six hours difference and like sometimes we're figuring out our plans like an hour before, you know, which is like, it's just it's I think it's you know it's not great like it's not optimal but it does happen and I think that it's it's a it's just a change in behavior that maybe we're not even super aware of that's happened but I don't know I remember on This American Life several years ago they were like interviewing these Swedish people right after text messaging became a technology that was available to the public and the Swedes were like this sucks like punctuality is out the window like nobody's dependable oh anymore oh my gosh <sighs> if the Swedes that's are saying too it, funny I believe it that it's happening that's, so anyway yeah that's too funny I mean okay punctual I am not um but <laughs> I am dependable okay. so yeah. yeah, it's interesting. But you know, I, it's just it's an interesting <laughs> question. Um, but yeah, so you know, I'll we'll we'll get to this in a few minutes here. But um, taking it back to the last time you guys heard from me, um, I had just found out that the guy that I was seeing at the time, um, and not in a relationship with, very very important to stress that, um, had seen me having a threesome in my window. 
a very like <laughs> a public slapdash threesome yeah <laughs> um i you know and it sounds and like I you were like, in amsterdam like doing this threesome <laughs> yeah it was very like it was it was very you know just kind of cobbled together like we're like all right we're gonna make it work we got some holes and you know some things one thing to put those things to put in those holes and yeah one thing um, you got 10 fingers okay sorry <laughs> right, right. True, 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 true. Yes, very true. Um, yeah, so, you know, I did what any people pleaser would have done when I had hurt somebody else. I hopped on my bike and pedaled over his house to apologize. <laughs> yep, as you do. And, you know, if you remember from our last episode, you know, he was pretty torn up about it. I think there may have been some tears involved. Um, I apologized profusely and spent the night at his house. And, you know, I think he really was temporarily placated mm-hmm. by the fact that I had, you know, I'd really, I rode over his house in the middle of the night and stayed the night with him. And like, you know, I think his anxious attachment style was yeah. um, reassured by that. Enjoyed that. Yeah, for sure. So we kept hanging out. Um, I think I brought him to a party at my brother's friend's house and um, kind of tried like the boyfriend thing a, like a bit. I was like, okay, well, if we're gonna be jealous of us hooking up with other people, like maybe I should just see what this really is for a second. And uh-huh. yeah, we had a really good time. Like I liked how he kind of treated my friends like his friends, and you know, he's generally just like a good human and like knows how to act in social situations, which is like great. Um, That's hot. And yeah. you know, he's <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was gonna like I was like that's like bare minimum kind of, and you're like that's hot. <laughs> yeah, it's, it is true though. It's hard to find, especially at this time in our lives, like finding just like a normal yeah. person. Because <laughs> he was a bit older, right? If I yeah, recall. he was older. Yeah, he was I like thirty two or thirty three. I think when someone is like very yeah, just socially kind of smooth, you know, just he was a man. Yeah, he was a man. He'd he'd been to a few barbecues in his day. He he kind of right. he knew he knew how, <laughs> he knew how it went. You know. Yeah, yeah. It's so funny. Also, people in Missoula are so fucking friendly. Like, I don't even think yeah. people are imagining like just how nice this guy was being. Anyway, sorry. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So afterward, we ended up back at my house. Um, on my stoop, actually. Um, you know, just kind of we're just kind of sitting out front. Um, he's having a cigarette, which is probably how we ended up there. And, mm-hmm. you know, we're kind of just like, okay, well, that worked well. Like, you came to my friend's thing and that seemed to go okay. And I think he's kind of feeling like, okay, like, you felt bad for the threesome. You took me to your friend's barbecue. Like, mm-hmm. we're basically dating, you know? Right. And then we, we kind of, yeah, exactly. So we kind of go into this this conversation about, you know, what do we want out of life? And like, we're, we're kind of, we're feeling close. We're feeling cozy. We're feeling a little bit coupley. And then he kind of starts talking about, he's like, you know, I'm like, well, what would you do if like you could just do anything? And he's like, you know, I think I'd um, start a farm somewhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, and I and that and I just like felt myself be like, uh-huh. Like I've just like I have no interest in working on a farm, you know, like nothing yeah. against that. But I 
it was just funny because I was like, oh, wow, we can go to barbecues together. Like we could be couples. And then I like ask him one question about like what he wants out of life. And I'm like, the future. <laughs> Good for you yeah. for asking that, that, uh, you know, at this point, because I feel like a lot of people wait until they're already married be like, what? We're getting a farm? <laughs> <laughs> right. I, again, like I'm like the anti-chill girl, if that makes any sense. So I'm, I'm not chill yeah, at all, I but I think that. it also... Oh, sorry, go ahead. I just said I love you for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think also a lot of it was like the podcast and I was like, my big question at that point in time was like, what do I really want to do? And I kept talking to the podcast. Uh, my old podcast was, it was about people who choose a, a meaningful life over a comfortable life. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I, w- I think it was maybe potentially less so like I was like sussing out the potential of our relationship and more we were having the conversation but what he said kind of like made me feel like "Eh, Mm. I don't want that Mm -hmm. you know I was like I was like I don't resonate kind of you know so I was like okay fair enough and um and then he was also like smoking a cigarette and I was like for some reason I was like oh like have you ever thought about quitting (laughs) what I don't know I think it was just like I think it it hadn't really bothered me that he was a smoker um, when we were just hooking up. But mm-hmm. the fact that I was like, we were like, could be maybe dating, like we were sort of exploring that option. I was like, I just didn't really want to date a smoker. Oh, damn. That's crazy. Yeah, I I, I just like didn't want, I don't know. I just didn't do want it to like always today? be a thing. I do, I do. I would not be in a long-term relationship with a smoker. What? No, I wouldn't. That's crazy. Damn. Okay. Wow. I learned something new today. I I would be really interested to see like what people say about this because I feel like a lot of my friends kind of agree. Um. Yeah. Like this this is it's so funny. I try and tell my friends here. I'm like, yeah, my friends in the U.S. they they don't smoke. And they're like, okay, sure. Yeah, I don't smoke either. They say, as they're smoking a cigarette, I'm like, no, no, no. Like, we go out and we drink and, like, I'm the only person smoking. <laughs> like, what? Like, Well, okay, that's not what I'm saying per se, though, because I'm down with drinking and smoking. Okay. That's fine. This guy, I just like, don't wakes up be with and, someone. like, smokes a cigarette. Yeah. Is that type of yeah, smoker. Yeah, I don't want to be with someone who wakes up and smokes a cigarette, to be honest. Like, I don't yeah. think, like, that would be... I mean, maybe I they would shit. be like the best I just person. feel like, what? how does that affect you? Like, I mean... I, I don't like having... I just, I really don't like the smell of cigarette smoke, all, like, all over everything. Yeah, um, it definitely shouldn't be all over everything, but I Like, know. I can, like, taste it in his mouth a lot, and, like, you know, I, I think it was just, like, I don't know that I can... I see myself being, like... um. I don't but know. You I do just smoke I don't cigarettes like on occasion. Sorry. I, okay. I do. We're, maybe yeah. we're getting a little bit off the rails here. I just find this. I find this so, so fascinating because um, I just think it's such to me and like fair enough that it's not to you, but it's just such a such a minor thing. Like if I liked everything else about a person, well, this just doesn't bother me at all. So I guess I just don't see it. I I just think that it's like it's somebody's own like choice like it's almost like their own body I mean I can disagree I mean, with I, it and if it's bad for them and like clearly like they're smoking too much I would say something but I I don't know it just wouldn't strike me as something that 
I should have an opinion on, I guess. Yeah, to each their own. I mean, I I like I did date a smoker later on. Uh-huh. I don't I don't have a problem with dating a smoker who like is very clean about it. Yeah. But this person, he just like was always smoking and kind of always smelled like smoke. And I just, yeah, it like, it just felt like a, it felt like a limitation to me wanting to be intimate with him, to be honest. Okay, like, yeah, it was grossing I you was out. Like, it was like squeaking I was out like, yeah, bit. do I want my life to revolve around someone else's like cigarette habit? Like, I don't want to just have it to just be this kind of constant thing in our life, you know? Where, like, Where he's like, I want to smoke a cigarette. I'm going to go out and smoke Yeah, a like, I need to smoke I'm a cigarette. Gonna... Like, we're on, like, a really long road trip, and he's like, oh, well, I need to smoke a cigarette now. Or, you know, like... Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. No, and I've I think like somebody like that, that, to be fair, I don't think. I think you being more of a smoker than I am... Yeah. Um, ...might not be as bothered by that. But yeah, definitely I think... Not that I I really just don't, I like, there's something about like the smell of it and the taste of it. I am down to, ha- I'm down to smoke it occasionally, but I just don't want it constantly around. Like, I don't want my clothes smelling like it. I don't want yeah. like his clothes in my bedroom smelling like it. Yeah, no, I mean, when you're at the point where your clothes and everything smells like it, I mean, I get that. That's, a, it's a different level. But yeah, it's, I don't think it would bother just, me. Yeah, it's just like a little bit of a turnoff. Um, but I mean, I, I I think you're right. Like, I wouldn't like judge. Like, clearly, I was looking for reasons not to date this person. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, I I have tons of friends now who you're like smoke. A fight. And <laughs> you're like, oh, you want to farm? Okay. <laughs> exactly. Like, it was just like a slight turnoff. But like, I was, you know, like I have a lot of friends who smoke, and like, like I said, I date someone in the future who smokes, and you yeah. know, I'm not, I'm not like that against it. That said, like, I really like that my current partner doesn't smoke because Mm -hmm. our house is just, like, doesn't smell like smoke ever. And he's not, like, leaving the house, like, every hour to go smoke. And when we go on trips, it doesn't have to be about him getting cigarettes. It's just, like, nice to not have that around Mm. um, to me. I feel Mm -hmm. like I'm going to make some enemies by saying that. Definitely. But, you know, you got to take, you got to, you got to take a stand sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I just want to be clear, like, I don't care about other people doing it, but I just, yeah, if you're like, your tongue is in someone's mouth a lot, it's like, and you're not, you're a non-smoker. Yeah. 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 Um, Fascinating. Okay. So, yeah. So, we kept hanging out after that, but I kind of just, like, pulled away. I think I kind of just explored, you know, like, could we actually date? And, like, he's a farmer, and like he was like he was interested in that and I knew that I was like leaving the northwest and you know I realized that we're just kind of different people and like once you realize that you just can't really go back for sure and I was also starting to you know to really process some shit um with the stuff that had happened to me that winter um a couple episodes back like I had kind of been like taken advantage of by this guy and um I it was really catching up to me at this point. I also think it was just like all the hookups I'd had. Like there's a certain thing that happens when you have someone in your body a lot and like you're, I feel like you're, their energy kind of mm-hmm. stays with you for a while, yeah. um, which is something I don't think I realized at the time. What are your thoughts on that? Oh, I totally agree. Yeah. I also think that a bad experience can dredge up all the, you know, not good experiences as well and then it can all just kind of like come together 
and be overwhelming, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think... Exactly. I think I think that's exactly what was happening. I it would it had just been just so many different situations and people and then there was that one situation where it you know, I'd kind of just felt like that person just really did not give a shit about me or value me at all. And then, you know, other situations like with number 22, you know, number 22 was the um audio porn, the one where we recorded our um sex on accident Mm -hmm. and you know the sex was really good I I was a big girl I knew what I was getting into but like he also was just like kind of a dick you know right Um, and I actually forgot to mention in the last episode where I met this guy that I'm talking about right now um, he number 22 was like after I like left him in the bar for number 23 yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) Um, number 22 was like text me and like he'd be like he kind of was like butthurt about it, which was very, very satisfying to me. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, I was going to include that detail, but I forgot. Um, anyway, yeah. So I think it was just like all catching up to me and I would started to like cry after sex a little bit as just mm. like this like release of emotions. I, have you? Has that ever happened to you? Sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, it's, uh, what time is it? 25, I think we'll get there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and it, it had nothing to do with him, but it had everything to do with just too much, too much going on, and obviously feeling a lot of emotion that I hadn't processed about. It, I, it was honestly, I was in a very similar state. I think it was like I was having a lot of stuff come up, like from the Brett Kavanaugh hearings and things like that. So yeah, yeah. 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 That's, that's like right where I was at. Cause it was, it was during me too. So it was just like, it was just a lot was just kind of like getting into my head a little. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think for I sure. was just, I was feeling a little like lost in a, in, in a way, like just like yeah. not, not lost, but just kind of not valued. And, you know, number 23 to, to his credit, um, you know, I, th- he, I think he really recognized that. And then he, he like, he really was like, he really cared for me and I cared for him a lot too. Like, even though I could kind of tell that like, we weren't going to end up together. Like he really cared for me a lot and was like very kind and compassionate. And, um, you know, I like told him the stuff that had happened back then uh-huh. with the guy in the winter and he was like, yeah, that sucks. And he was like all about like, take back your power and stuff like that, you know? And I think he was oh, kind of like, cool. okay. You have a lot going on, girl. And I was like, yeah, I do. But I was like, cool, this is also my out. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, He was super nice and compassionate, but he was a smoker, so... (laughs) And no, it's it's know, really not. It's really not. I was thinking about that and I was like, you know, there's really like if 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 my current boyfriend, if he started smoking like a couple cigarettes a day, like I wouldn't care. No, I It's just uh, when yeah. someone like is mm-hmm. like they wake up and they smoke and then they have to smoke throughout the day and they smell like smoke. Yeah, and, it's like, when your whole life revolves like around yeah. it. I mean, it's it in your if your whole life revolves around anything like it, that's kind of like a vice like that. I mean, it's it's a bit much. I totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And also like, it's kind of nice. I feel like there's just the, it's kind of nice being around somebody who, especially someone who's like, like pretty active. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I'm like somewhat active person and 
So I think just knowing someone else like value, you know, is active and like maybe couldn't be a smoker because like, how would you breathe, you know? If you're <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's a, like, if yeah, you're, a lifestyle thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my one of my exes actually who actually ended up being a smoker, he didn't smoke for when we first got together because he was like into biking and then he stopped biking and then started smoking again. And then we mm. broke up, but it's, we didn't okay. break up because of that, but. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, beware. <laughs> Ryan, beware. No, we didn't break up with this. I mean, I have been known to smoke, I smoke cigarettes too. I don't judge people who smoke cigarettes. I just don't, it's hard to imagine combining my life with someone who wakes up and needs a cigarette right away. Yeah. Fair enough. Like, it would just be like, I'd, I'd really have to like the person and I clearly didn't. With number right. twenty two, that's the you know, thing. Or number yeah. twenty three, yeah. Like he was if number twenty three nice, was like, if he was <laughs> no, like sorry. the love of I'm my projecting. life. If this would be, if this was me, like I would be running from this guy because he he was just like being way too nice and available. Like I I don't know if that's like anything yeah. that was going on with you at all, but like I would be like, yeah. oh my god, what? <laughs> Thank you. I think I do think that had a lot to do with it. I definitely think that had a lot to do with it. Um, I don't run away from nice and available in the same way you do. But yeah. I think that at that time, I just kind of knew I was, I think I was like, okay, at first I was like, you're too nice and available. And then I was like, oh, maybe that's good for me. And then I was like, oh, but we want different things. So Sure. Yeah, I see yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, so um, I decided that I need to shake things up and I wanted to do something to kind of like face my fears. Um, So I had met someone who worked at a rafting company in the area and I was like, oh, I want to, I've always wanted to try that. I've always wanted to do that. Um, So I started reaching out to a bunch of rafting companies and ask if like maybe we can work together. Like maybe I could do some like marketing or something like that for them. Uh And one of the owners responded and asked to meet for coffee And we kind of like hit it off um, in in like a friendship way. Like he just was really cool. And he he invited me to come um, work at the rafting company that summer as their photographer and go live out there. Yeah, very cool. And also like do like uh, guide training, which I will talk about in the next episode. Um, So yeah, so I quit my job at the film company and I was like, all right, I'm going to move out to the rafting company, which is basically means living in a tent for the summer. Amazing. So, oh my God. So yeah, so really awesome, fun, amazing chapter in life about to happen. But I'm things are just kind of in this weird limbo phase in the interim, you know? Sure. Like, you know, my roommates were, we were all moving out of our house. And so my roommates had already moved out. I was about to move my stuff out. And if you guys remember, there was this guy that I met when I first moved back to Missoula a few months prior. Um, film guy was his name. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, we had gone out on like one date and then our schedules just didn't match up. But like, I was like, oh, I really like this guy. We have quote unquote so much in common, blah, blah, oh, blah. Yeah. You know, like I think <laughs> we had, yeah, somehow just stayed in contact. Probably like we were paper clipping each other or whatever. Sure. Um. So yeah, and I think forgot how or what happened. I think we decided to go out for a drink or something. Um, Got a little sauced up, came back to my place and had sex. And it was weird. Like the hookup was finally happening. And, you know, I'd had a crush on this person for a few months. And I sort of thought this is the person I could really like have something with, you know, like more so than number 23 or, you know, any of the guys that I'd kind of talked to over the last year. 
Yeah, like, more aligned with him on like a vision of the future, like in that way. Yeah, yeah. Like he just seemed really cool. Like I could just see myself dating him. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then he left and we planned to kind of meet again to go on a real date. I'm sure you see where this is going. <laughs> oh God, yeah. <laughs> I forgot. Okay. And uh yeah, and I moved <laughs> my stuff out and and like I know it was like so I went I was doing guide training. Um, and, and I think it was like the last week or something of guide training and like all my stuff was like set to move out, et cetera. And, um, I was just coming back to Missoula to like, basically like do some more packing and to like go on this date. So we had scheduled a time for the date and on the day it happened, I showed up at my house and I think he, I, like, he just hadn't texted me like about it all day, but Uh like we had set a specific time. I think it was like. I think it was the next day or maybe like two days later. Um, okay. After we hooked up. So I th- I was like, oh, well, of course it's happening because, you know, whatever. But I was like, okay, I have to go back. I'm going to go back to Missoula for this date. I went to my house. I did some packing and kind of waited for him to text me. And he just like never contacted me. Damn. And then I texted him. He just didn't text me back and just like completely ghosted me. Shit, uh, really? Oh my and God. Then I think he texted me back the next day or yeah. something or like maybe two days later and and was like, I'm sorry, like I am so sorry. Like I got really drunk or something and, you know, just didn't contact you or whatever. Okay. Um, yeah, so he was basically like, that was like his excuse. And then I was, I, I don't even know why we got on the phone, but I was like, I, I think I suggested, I was like, can we just have a phone call? And then uh-huh. um, I think he told me that he'd like gotten drunk and um, like on the call and he told me that he'd gotten drunk and um, like start, he had started a relationship with a friend of his. While he was drunk, like the night yeah. before you guys were supposed to hang out. He had like started yeah, dating like I somebody. Think, I think he was like on some sort of like an all day bender or something like that. I don't okay. really get what happened. I think he was like away for a couple of days, and anyway, so I think he just should it like should it escalated. Maybe there was some like buried feelings for her, or like not even buried, but like that you know he that I didn't know about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some like newly uncovered feelings and like. And I think he, like, they'd, you know, they'd had a talk and they were like, let's just date or something. Oh, shit. Um, Yeah, yeah. Which is, like, honestly good for them, like, in hindsight. I I feel like the way he handled this was just very immature. Um, Yeah, he just, like, he was like, okay, I have a girlfriend now. I can't, like, even text and cancel or... I I think he said he was, like, super drunk that day or something. But I'm like, you can still, I don't know. He clearly, like... I, th- I think what happened was he clearly had an interest in both of us and like didn't really know what to handle. I think that's even what, or didn't know how to handle it. I think that's even what he said. I think he was like, honestly, like I just got really overwhelmed. I didn't really know how to handle the situation because like I didn't want to, like he must be super conflict avoidant. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, yeah. that's crazy. So, I, and I think I like Bad expressed timing. some anger toward him. And yeah. kind of like, I was kind of just like, okay, well, fuck you. Like, I don't remember exactly what I said, but I think I was like a bit too aggressive. And he kind of got like, he got a little like butthurt about it. He's like, well, geez. And I'm like, okay. 
And then, you know, I think yeah. it kind of represented my frustration and anger toward past lovers and towards men in general at that time in my life. Sure. I mean, you're um, at a low point already. Exactly. I just felt very annoyed that he stood me up. You know, like, I, I'm like, okay, well, that sucks that, like, you know, somebody who I thought was, like, really cool and that I had had a lot in common, blah, 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 like, didn't come through. But, like, just the fact that he stood me up just felt very humiliating. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is. It's it's a real dick move, for sure. I mean, it's one of those things, though, where it's like, it's so... We so often take shit personally that, you know, really has nothing to do with us. Like, I mean, how many times have you been, like, liked two people and then just kind of realized that, like, one was the better one for you or something? And it has nothing to do with that other person. It's just like, okay, I mean, Mm -hmm. she's a smoker. She's a non-smoker, you know. (laughs) (laughs) I hate you. (laughs) I hate you. You're like really like, you're really roasting me over, raking me over the coals for this. I'm sure so many people agree with you. I'm just, I'm just saying like what I'm, what I'm really trying to say is it's it's, it's like everybody can like make these, everyone makes these judgments like based on some like, some really kind of random information you know I I don't know like maybe Mm. they had a history with this girl or whatever it's just bad timing like or if you had if you guys had like had this experience beforehand or whatever any number of things could have gone differently you know in life I I guess just like about making it less about it's so easy to take the shit personally you know right Oh, I totally agree. I'm honestly, like, in hindsight, really glad we didn't date because I just know that if, like, you can't even text somebody who you're supposed to hang out with and, like, tell them, yeah. oh, sorry, some shit happened or make some kind of an, ex- an excuse before I, like, change all of my plans. Uh, yeah. Um, because I believe that you are you do what you say you're, you're going to. Like, I just know that our relationship wouldn't work. Like, I think he needs a chill girl, you know? Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, um, it's... <laughs> Definitely. And like, yeah, you touched <laughs> a bullet. And, you know, maybe there was something in me that was like, I clearly was kind of like just going through, not like going through a lot, but I was kind of like just, there was a lot going on in my life and my life was kind of messy. So I don't think I was sending off like desperate vibes, but I definitely might might have been like coming on a little strong Well, in the yeah. sense that I was like open Fair enough. Yeah, no, I mean, it's it's funny what you said earlier. I just think it's so often we we meet people and then we kind of tell ourselves a story, especially, it's funny, like yeah. the, my next story also um, centers around a filmmaker who I also, <laughs> you know, was just like, you're perfect, you know, because yeah. we have so much in common and you have already married this person. <laughs> Like, and you haven't even slept together yet, but it's, you know, your mind gets away from you. And, and I'm, yeah. I, I'm exaggerating, obviously. I don't think that that's what you were thinking, but you, you did say like out of everyone no. you dated in the last year, like he was in that first place. That is what place. I was thinking. So. No, that, that absolutely that's is That's a huge what I was disappointment. Thinking. It's a big blow. I think that one of the reasons, like I, when I moved back to Missoula, I think I was kind of like open to the idea, like, which is actually so contrary to like what. I was saying about number 23 where I didn't want a relationship. But I think I was kind of open to the idea that like along this whole path to me figuring out, you know, me like leaning into the question of meaning, blah, 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 like that maybe I could 
find a life in Missoula for myself. I was kind mm-hmm. of exploring that to some extent. And like, I was kind of open to that. I was like, oh, yeah. maybe I'll like meet a guy or like, I think if if we're going to go, if we're going to dig deep here and kind of analyze how our sexual history has like shaped us. Yeah. Which we are. Which we um, are. We've just said it in the intro. I would say that at this point in time, um, I think I just, I'd had a lot of these like longer term relationships and I think I was just kind of like wanting someone to kind of help figure out, like help me figure out where to go next. I wanted to like, yeah, I wanted to find love maybe. I don't know. Yeah, you wanted a partner in crime, Um, someone to adventure with. Yeah, I wanted a partner in crime, someone to adventure with. That's it. I ran into that so, so much in my life as well wanting because it's such a contradictory thing because you're like hi I'm I'm Olivia I'm Mariah I travel a lot like I am you know charting this new path for myself I'm doing a different thing I'm the next thing you know I'll be in a different country also like please come with me like please want the same things as me and like can we exactly you know I always was so jealous of those couples that backpack together like my you know, my friend, um, yeah. Vicencio, he ended up meeting a girl that, you know, they traveled together for like a year and a half or something. I don't know. Um, and I think it was hard. Like, it's hard actually to travel with somebody for that long. But I, that was an ideal for me. I was like, I want to find, you know, my travel partner, basically, you know, in life. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I think I had just because my life had been so full of meeting these people too. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I'd already had like just a ton of like, it kind of just felt like everywhere you go, there's another guy. Yeah. So, I this think I was true. kind of waiting for like the guy who was going to be like the star of this phase. Yeah. Interesting. For sure. Like, yeah. Not I mean, that it's I, totally like legitimate to have been, you know, you know, when you're done being single. I, I don't know. No, I mean, so in this case, it's a little different because I think okay. I like, I I like truly am glad that it did not happen like that. Um, and I'm truly glad. And I truly like was telling myself that I didn't want that. So I think like actively, but I think a piece of me was feeling a little lost. Yeah. And was kind of like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. like if you show up now, I won't be mad. Right. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess I would just say it doesn't, when I say that, you know, when you're done being single or something, it's actually, A, you don't know, I think. I think you're the last one to find out often in the times. And two, um, more so about it being about any type of particular person a lot of times. It's more just about what's going on in your life, you know, Mm -hmm. and just kind of... Maybe like you're trying to figure shit out. And so you said, I'm looking for someone to figure shit out with. Like that would make this better, which totally makes sense. And like, then you get into these situations, I think where you end up projecting a lot of that onto somebody who's clearly not the person. Yeah. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. I think, um, I think that I think that I was like looking for almost like an out. Like I think I was like, okay, I've started on this journey of like leaning into just kind of getting messy and figuring it out. And now I'm about to like go live at a rafting company. I'm like, how far am I gonna, you know, take this? Yeah. Um, 
kind of thing. Like I was excited for it, but I think I was also, yeah, like just trying to figure out like who I was a little bit. Maybe like also just wanted like some comfort too, you know? Like I was like, okay, like it's rough out there, you know? Yeah, these cold, lonely nights. These cold, lonely <laughs> nights, yeah. And I think, and also just, I had, I had started to feel very kind of like used by men. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, and then so, here which, was this other guy who like slept with you and then stood you up. I mean, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't think what he did was really that bad. I mean, he handled it poorly, but I mean, he did like also express that he really liked me and I kind of like left that part out. But when we hooked up, he was like, yo, I really like you. We have so much, like, it was like, it was like a whirlwind of a night where we were like, oh, we really, you know. So it, it did kind of feel like a bit of a 180. Yeah, um, fair enough. But thank God, thank fucking God, honestly. <sighs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Another one down. <laughs> All right, yeah. So that's uh, that's the story of my number twenty four. Um, don't stand anybody up. In, yes, in the future, guys. Where you say you're gonna go at the time you said you were gonna be there. Send that and, text. Uh, send, send that, that text. text. I mean, that's really <laughs> no excuse. It's <laughs> the least you can do. All right. Thanks for listening. We will talk to you guys next week. Check out that survey, please. Yes, please. We want want your advice. All right. Thanks. Baby, if you want me, come and get me. I swear I'll make it easy on my eyes is what you are. And I don't care. Who knows? Thanks for listening to What's Your Number? This episode was produced by Olivia and Mariah. Music is by No Fancy. Editing and mastering by Lightning the Cavern Works. You can learn more about us and check out our blog at whatsyournumberpod.com. And if you enjoyed what you heard today, leave us a review wherever podcasts are found and subscribe to hear about more sexcapades. Sexcapades.